another production from Solid Gold Podcasts. And a very warm welcome to all. Come one, come all. It is time for SA People's Podcast with Jenny Baxter in France and me, Melanie Walker, in Josieburg in South Africa. Jen, you're wearing short sleeves. Does that mean it's getting a bit warmer in France? Is winter almost over? I think winter's going to come back, but it's definitely warmer right now. It's, it's beautiful, stunning weather. Stunning. And we, we look like twins today. We the blondes do. wearing black t-shirts. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> oh, How are you? Are you better? Oh, getting there slowly but surely. One of those things you can hear the voice is not fantastic, but it, it will be back. It will be back. It's just as we are every single week. Well, we'll try it. <laughs> All right. So what's been happening from your view of, view of the world? Well, 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 listening to your voice reminds me yesterday I was at the hairdresser and there was a South African guy next to me. He, his name's Rudy Keel. He used to play for the Sharks, KZN Sharks. Yes. And, and in the last 10 years, I think he was playing in England and in Nice. And he now has a fantastic company, uh, health company servicing the super yachts. But so that was pretty, pretty cool. It's the first time I've met a South African at the hairdresser. <laughs> okay. I yeah. meet them all the time. <laughs> Sorry. The advantage of living in Joburg. Okay. So, so Jenny's view on the world, what's been happening? Oh, well, everything happening in the Ukraine or not happening, nobody yeah. knowing what's happening. So, you know, we just got a shout out to everybody to maybe hop onto view from my window, you know, the, the, the yeah. Facebook page that kept everybody going during lockdown. Um, well, I eventually got my, uh, by the way, I eventually got my picture. Uh, they, they posted my picture of the view that I have, which is just a very small little view of my, my little front courtyard at my, my tiny little property. And it only got like 800 likes, whereas most people go into the thousands. So well, if you go to view, to view from my window, <laughs> go and have a look at the only view I have because I live in Johannesburg surrounded by big walls. Oh. <gasps> Oh, no. You have a beautiful garden. Yeah, but it does not have a view. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the page is view. Well, I suppose, yeah, well, these views, go and look. There are these views of, of uh, residents in the Ukraine, in Kiev, posting, I mean, mm. sometimes posting rainbows, um, really hopeful, really in love with their country and, you know, just saying, I love my city, I love my country. I know this isn't a beautiful view for the rest of you because, you know, they really, they don't even have a view of a plant. It's a view of buildings. Mm-hmm. But but there's a lot of love happening there, you know, and, and a way to sort of connect with, with the people there. Obviously, for us here in Europe, nobody's quite sure, you know, what the repercussions could be. And similarly in South Africa, you know, whatever happens, it is going to be fair. Uh, felt around the world um, and I think Darren Bergman got a, a little annoyed yesterday because he you know in a parliamentary question on why South Africa hasn't said anything I think Durko Minister Naledi Pandor said oh it's South Africa's diplomacy of Ubuntu but you know they'll they'll talk about other countries so I, I think it's because of BRICS you know South Africa being part of of BRICS and having a close relationship with Russia that maybe they're not condemning any aggression or anything just yet. Mm. Well, at least Darren had somebody bringing up something that has something to do with his entire life instead of me just sending him pictures of the bridge that is not there 
over the Yuxke River, <laughs> the Bromfontein Sprite. He says, are you ever going to talk to me about anything else? Darren, thank you for all the wonderful work that you do. You are a wonderful shadow minister when it comes to international relations. Thank you for that. And what else have you got? Um, I'm going to let see how you can say this word. Finance Minister Enoch? No, that's not fair of you. I don't live in the country. You try to say some of the French words here. Uh, it's Finance Minister Gondwana who will be tabling his maiden budget speech today. And uh, did I do okay? No, not bad, not bad. <laughs> um, and, and it looks like it could be good news. You know, may, maybe some extra tax on alcohol and tobacco, but not the rest of it. Most, most, so. <laughs> well, Melanie's sorry, I've just given. I've just horrible <laughs> finger signs. <laughs> no, it's the one that it's three fingers on each hand, and you've got to read between the lines. So I believe that you know. Anyway, okay, and then also, um, the UK seeing uh, as we're going to be speaking to somebody in the UK shortly. Uh, we'll we'll get to that in a moment. Freedom Thursday. Yes, so they're dropping all their COVID rules, and it's just going to be up to you know individuals to be responsible. So if you get COVID, stay at home if you want to but you don't have to anymore. And just in time for the Queen to get COVID too. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, shame. She did cancel something yesterday, but she's still kind of li doing light work at Windsor Castle. Mm. Well, maybe it's because she got the apparent South African version, which is a lightweight version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. So reduced time between vaccinations. And, um, I think, you know, everybody's sort of getting to the stage where they're really tired of wearing masks. As you can see, I'm wearing my beautiful shwe shwe mask around my face at the moment. <laughs> that you know? is beautiful. Okay. So what news do you have for expats? Well, unfortunately, the blue train has been suspended indefinitely. So, but take that off your bucket list for now. But there are more flights perhaps happening between America and and South Africa, um, and it turns and, and particularly with Cape Town. And it turns out that you know America is the largest source of foreign direct investment in the Western Cape. So so all these flights, you know, United Airlines is going to be doing Cape Town and New York from the 5th of June. Delta Airlines, Atlanta and Cape Town, they've just put in another application. They keep getting turned down, but Wes grows hoping this time it's a yes. And they would be flying three times a week between Atlanta and Cape Town. They do fly to Joburg now. So, you know, and I'm, I'm noticing more and more expats who live in the States are flying over because it's becoming easier and easier. So... Good news there. Um, we've also got Francois Pinard, you know, the former Springbok captain. Springbok um, captain, yeah. Springbok captain hero. He and a consortium have just bought Saracens, which is the big English premiership club in the north of London. Mm -hmm. £32 million. And Marco Mazzotti from KZN, he's the owner of, of the Sharks. Mm. is also in the consortium. So it's, it's kind of nice because South Africans already love that club the most, I feel. And, um, mm. and so this is just going to give it such a South African boost. Another fab story this week is how well the gin made from elephant dung is, no. <laughs> yeah, is doing around the world. So I just thought we had let expats know to look out for it. It's called Introvu Gin, 
Englovu, which means elephant. Yeah. Exactement. It is currently being exported to the United States, Canada, Germany, Switzerland, Japan, and Taiwan. It's also in South Africa, Pick and Pay and Woolworths, and it's really popular. It's really doing well. Mm. I love the story. You know, they were on, it's an expat couple who had moved to England, then they got back to South Africa went on a safari in Kenya and this ranger was telling them that apparently elephants only digest 30% of their food and the other 70% is untouched, kind of. So what they do is they go and get that untouched dung and it makes lovely gin. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Melanie's just rolling her eyes at the moment. I know you can't see that. I don't know if I'd be drinking When did elephant you dung. become fussy? <laughs> your alcohol. Uh, well, let's get on to something a little bit more serious, though. I see that um, one of the stories that you've got up there is about a German couple who ran into some trouble. Yeah, and and um, they were they were swimming off Plettenberg Bay and got washed um, on the sort of the wild side of Ro- Robert, Robert Beach. Yeah, yeah, nature Robert. reserve. And thank goodness there were some witnesses, and they managed to call NSRI, rescue them. So they are incredibly grateful. It was a married couple, I think, in their fifties or early sixties. And then, and then there's also that lovely story that you must have seen with uh, Marta Stradom, who who just moved to Cape Town in January, I think, from Pretoria, went for one mm-hmm. of those cold water swims that everybody's doing, and found himself getting hypothermia and blacking out. And luckily, somebody else doing the swim noticed, and he got rescued by one of those um, pink life boys that the NSR has. You know, somebody on the beach saw him, ran in, and he and his friends have now donated 50,000 rands worth of pink life boys to say thank you. That's absolutely amazing. Uh, by the way, speaking about pink boys, don't we know a pink boy Somehow, somewhere along the line, Jenny. Yes, our favorite shoe salesman. We've got Nick Dreyer in London today who's joining us on the side of the road, I think. How's it, Nick? Are you there? I am in London and I am very much here. Ladies, thank you so much for having me and uh, good to hear your voices. So for anybody who doesn't know, although everyone should know, Nick is from Feltskun, making South Africans proud in SA and around the world. So, so Nick, please remind me, I'm sure you guys have been involved with the NSRI and helping those incredible volunteers. Guys, I'm so pleased you raised it because I've got the most wonderful story to tell you. So we partnered with the NSRI on the Pink is for Boys initiative, which is a very beautiful, hot pink plucky. And all the proceeds from that plucky, and I mean all the proceeds, gets pulled up. So every time we, we sell about, I think it's about 10 pairs, we put up a pink life-saving boy at a place in South Africa where there's a water source where there is not necessarily a lifeguard. And that includes rivers and dams and beaches all over the country. And we've been doing it for a few months. But how is this for the most remarkable story? The very first boy we put up about four weeks ago, we got a phone call from the NSRI the very next day to say they put it up on the Friday and Saturday morning, the boy was used to save a young boy's life, a 21-year-old that was that was drowning. <gasps> oh, Nick, that's amazing. That makes me want to cry. Wow, you must have been so happy. 
you know something it's a profound thing when you hear something like that and it's got nothing to do you know it, it's not a it's not a pride thing or anything like that what happens is it tells you it makes you feel the importance of these sorts of things you know we we often give without a measurable return but is there a bigger measurable return than saving lives oh, no that's just incredible that's awesome oh yeah, so we're so proud of it. And I think we're up to about 20 or 30 boys already. And that's got nothing to do with Plucky or Nick Dre. We're the facilitator. But South Africa understands when stuff is important and they've supported it. And we're so grateful. I tell you, the the, the reality is, is that it's become worth it already just through saving one life. But we're oh. so proud of it. It's, it makes us so happy. Absolutely. And so, Nick, how can us ordinary people support this? Just by buying more Divine Shoes or Plucky? Yeah, so if you go to, if you go to Shoes, you can find them there. You can find a link on the Falskin site as well, falskin.com. And then visit the NSRI site. They've got links to them there that's going to be going into their retail soon. And then we've also, you know, I'm, I, <laughs> I guilt in all the retailers. I tell the retailers they've got to sell them. So uh, soon <laughs> you'll be able to find them at, at numerous retailers all over South Africa. But the best place to start is the NSRI website and then also ours, falskin.shees and, and plucky.shees. Fantastic. And Nick, tell us a little bit yeah. about London. Is there something exciting, some news we're going to be hearing soon from you? Guys, I'm in London for something incredibly exciting. And it's going to be a fashion moment with an unexpected collaborator launching in London on the 17th of March. It's an incredible, it's, it's a, such a big secret that even me talking about it now is not, I'm not really allowed to. So I can see some people scurrying about the office wondering what I'm going to say. But uh, the reality is that Falskin has got a major, major global fashion collaboration coming up. It's coming up on the 17th and 18th of March. So keep an eye for, on it. The hint content is already live. So if you go to, if you go to Falskin's social pages, you can start following it. I'm not going to spoil the surprise because there's an entire reveal campaign that is going, but go check out our socials and you'll start learning a little bit more about it but yes i i, I am in london and it is because we are in preparation for this huge launch but i urge everybody go and have a little look at what's going on on our social pages and uh, and start enjoying the reveal with us fantastic we'll definitely do that and on a personal note have you been there for all the wonderful dudley eunice and franklin storms so thank goodness I missed Eunice. I only arrived two days ago, so we so we missed Eunice. It would have been nice to meet her, but uh, we 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 managed to get away without getting swept up on the runway. But uh, today you won't believe it. It's it's uh, ten or twelve degrees Celsius. The sun is shining. It feels like a Joburg morning around here. I don't know what they're all complaining about, but uh, <laughs> maybe it's because we brought a bit of good South African energy to the UK. Oh, well done. Thank you for doing that for them. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. Enjoy the rest of your stay. Thank you so much for having me, as always, girls, and uh, congratulations. Love the show. Thanks for having me. Thank you, And Matt. we'll speak to you again soon, I would imagine, as well. And uh, there we go. Nick Dreyer from Feltzgren. Well, you know that a couple of days ago, talking about pluckies, of course, it was Flip Flop Day, which they do to raise money for um, kids with cancer, Chalk.
the whole talk thing. So um, they were saying, are you going to be wearing your flip-flops? I'm like, it's summer. What else would I be wearing? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm sitting and getting to the stage now where I'm thinking, okay, it, it, I, I see that the sun has moved over the trees. So now I'm getting to the stage where I'm thinking I can really feel that summer is starting its long, slow descent into the colder winter months here in South Africa. Definitely can feel it. My, my, my bedroom is no longer the sunny, wonderful, warm spot that it was. It's getting a bit gloomy because of the change. So I'm going to have to wear my falskin when I go walking now <laughs> instead of my flip-flops because I love it. I've, I've got the very, very beautiful, talking about pink, of course, I've got the pink ones. I've got the, the falskin, which have got beautiful pink laces and a pink sole. I've seen photos. They look, they look beautiful. And hey, do you know that Tara, you, you know, you're complaining of your weather, but honestly, those storms, which, you know, Nick luckily only got the last one, but the one before Eunice, Tara, my mm. daughter, actually flew from Paris to England on Friday, on the storm day, and they floated above Luton Airport, just getting blown. She said, you know, she's been in terrible, um, what's it called when you're playing? Turbulence. Turbulence. She said it was nothing like that. She said it was far worse. It was as if there was just no control and you were just, you were just floating and, and oh, really scary. And then after all that, they had to go back to Paris. And the whole oh, time no. they had to do, they had to do the brace position. They had to read their notes and, and they had to prepare for emergency landing. we we'll see mm. exactly where the exits were. And the, do you know that apparently the only reason we're told to go in the brace position, I don't know if this is just a rumor, but this, uh, uh, somebody swore well, to Well, as an ex air hostess, I can tell you yes or no. Okay. Apparently it's just to make sure that your dental records will be correct, that it's easy for them. <laughs> Isn't that awful? It's not to make you no, no, that's nonsense. Okay, I'm good. sorry, that's absolutely nonsense. It would because your you neck know, being done. Yeah, it protects your neck, and also then because you push the chair forwards, the back of the chair in front of you forwards, and you put your hands on it, and that's how you brace. So it's actually that is the best position to be in, and even as a hostie, the specific ways that you have to sit. Um, and trust me, it's come in useful. It, it came in useful when I was one of those flying mattresses. I mean, hostesses. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what they used to call them anyway. All right, let's get some news. Let's get some news from some other expats. <laughs> okay. I see that, uh, Princess Charlene, what's happening with her? Well, it's finally a little bit of good, hopeful news that, um, Prince Albert said Princess Charlene is doing much better and I hope she will be back in the principality very soon because the previous message was just that her, she was responding. Well, but they were still looking at many weeks, months, you know. So this mm -hmm. is sounding Same a little right. sooner. Yes. So that's good. That's good. And then the, uh, the blue diamond, seeing as we can't have a blue train, we can have a blue diamond. Yeah. And this one is, is also very, very lani. It's apparently the world's largest and most valuable blue diamond ever. It's going to be on auction at the end of April in Hong Kong. It's from South Africa, of course. From It's, it's called the De Beers Cullinan Blue and was obviously found at Cullinan Mine last year, a year ago. Mm -hmm. And they're expecting it to sell well in excess of $48 million. Wow. So, yeah, it's my birthday in July. Um, I was just going to say, yeah, I'm single. We're single. <laughs> we could come as a package. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay, yeah, Jenny might not enjoy that. Chop it in half. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are South African after all. You know, polygamy is allowed in our country. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I would and the then other one though. But, you know, okay, the, and remember that uh, where, where women can marry multiple men. 
Yeah. No, gosh. Imagine having to deal with more than one of them at a time. I couldn't. I'm sorry. It's <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm rather glad I'm the mother of daughters rather than sons. I'd be like getting really annoyed. Um, okay. So the Aussie borders are open. Yes, and if you want to know more, we've got a fantastic video on SA People with an Australian comedian who's trying to tell people that the that the borders are open, but he's um, he's got a New Zealand guy and a South African guy, which is obviously just him with different accents. But it's mm-hmm. it's like the best South African accent by a foreigner ever, and it's really funny because it turns into a whole fight over who has the deadliest animals. So. Um, it's, it's, oh, that's it's Australia really for sure. Sorry, apart from the fact they don't have hippopotamuses. Well, Hippopotami? The, Hippopotamuses. Yeah, and you'll see, you must watch the video because the guy actually mentions hippopotamus. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then, shame. I saw, I mean, the one time that I actually did manage to have a look at a newspaper, because I don't read newspapers, to be honest with you. I read sapeople.com for my news. Um, I see that, um, a girl, Ashley Oersthausen, has been jailed in Thailand for drug smuggling. Yeah, shame. Yeah, I mean, she's actually been in jail since 2020, but they are just trying to raise as much awareness as possible now. There's a belief that when, because she she did have the death sentence initially and it was changed to a life sentence, but apparently other people in similar positions have mysteriously died while in prison. And so they're trying to do whatever they can to raise awareness so that, you know, this doesn't happen to Ashley. Uh, She's only 22. And, you know, what happened to her, if this is true, can happen to anybody. Um, her boyfriend was involved in drug smuggling. He's admitted it. You can read online where he says, but, you know, he's admitted it, but he's sitting in America. He hasn't gone and handed himself over to set her free because he knows he would face the death sentence. Was she aware that he had actually put anything into her luggage or anything? No, it wasn't in her luggage. She was working in this restaurant and it was a, a package that she signed for. And, you know, it's, it's, she had customers. She was in a rush. Exactly. You know, it really can happen to anyone. It's a, you, you're not thinking straight and you see a package and you sign. You know, if that's the truth, it's really unfortunate. Durko can't really intervene legally or anything. However, they are giving her family, you know, the normal support that they do to any South African abroad who's in jail. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so. as they've always said, mugs abuse drugs and drugs abuse mugs. So stay away from them. That's all I'm saying. Especially if you're going to Southeast Asia. That is really some place you do not yeah. get parents, get your children to go and watch what was that movie called again? Where the guy gets busted. Oh, it's just gone straight out of my head. What is this oh, blonde Midnight thing Express. that we have going? Mid- Midnight yeah, Express. Yeah. Hey, but the island, go and watch it. The island where this happened, Kosamui, I've been on holiday there and seriously, it was like drugs at every corner. We would be invited for scrambled eggs and there would be, there would be magic mushrooms in the scrambled eggs. Like everything was just on another level. Yeah, I just went dying there. I mean, I didn't see, I, but then I'm, I'm completely oblivious most of the time. I don't see anything happening <laughs> around me. I'm just focused on what I'm focused on. Anyhow, let's get on to some good news, some local good news. Now, when you say Sarah Ferguson, I assume that you're not talking about Princess Fergie. No, no, but um, I, I, I thought the same thing. I also thought, wow, why is Fergie swimming from Durban to Cape Town? But um, it's the brilliant Sarah Ferguson, who's actually a world record 
holder, Guinness World Record holder, remember she swam around Easter Island, the first person in the world to mm, do that. Mm. And there was a, a documentary that we spoke about on the podcast that was in America. So now she's swimming, yeah, one and a half thousand kilometers. So she set wow. off a couple of days ago. She'll swim about four hours a day. We've got an exclusive interview coming up with her. I asked her, you know, when do you expect to get to Cape Town? And she's looking at sometime next year. No and, and, way. Yeah. And in the meantime, I mean, she'll be swimming over sharks and everything. So, so some of her training has involved you know, swimming, and she says she really thinks sharks are misunderstood, and she, she yeah, so, so she's she's well prepared. She's really well prepared. Well, no, she's, she's right. I mean, there are more people killed by chairs every year than there are by sharks, and we should remember that. But I think we should get her and Lewis Pugh together to do a big swim together. They do, they're both big swim people. Yeah, yeah, they must know yeah. each other. Now, we're talking about Shwe okay? Yeah. So you've got the Rainbow Tree Project. What kind of cloth – have they been wrapping trees in? And, and, and this is something that I've seen. I've seen trees that have been yarn bombed in Melbourne and trees that are wrapped. We always see them wrapped in things for specific, um, usually for something like epilepsy is purple and then breast cancer is pink. So on those days, people will wrap trees in those colors. What was this one all about? It's the Cape Town. It's to make people, it's, it's called the Central City Improvement District that has done this rainbow tree project. It's, I'm just trying to see what the fabric is it's, it's it's a silkyish fabric, but I can't I can't see now what it is. But there's so much of it, three thousand meters, and it's to attract mm. people back to the CBD. And I, I don't know if you've seen the photos, but it's so beautiful. So um, it just creates a positive vibe and and makes people want to go and and shop again and spend some money. And apparently, well, I'll get my brother to take some pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's 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 really gorgeous. Apparently, um, no trunks of trees were damaged. There's only small. T- well, that's a, that's one of the things in the CBD. They started painting a lot of the trees in the CBD, the trunks up to quite high, with this white paint because people were starting to ring bark the trees because they believed that the bark had muti, which was all. It could be a drug. Oh. It could be used as a drug, which was absolute nonsense. So they started doing that. But I think this will be quite nice. Hopefully, the people won't steal all the fabric. Um, <laughs> Talking about things to bring people back, <laughs> bring people back. Um, my brother also, I'm sending the pictures to you. He went around on, I don't know if he went on a graffiti walk or something, but he sent me pictures of the most amazing graffiti in Cape Town. And of course, I've been speaking a lot to the people, um, from Getaway because they, in Getaway magazine, every third month, I think they've been taking a street artist to a different part of the country and, and filming it and, and doing pictures of it for Getaway as well. But I mean, they've also been highlighting the street artists from different areas in South Africa, which I think is lovely. Yeah, that is. That is. That's wonderful. And I see that Chwane's got hard, hard, hardcore now, <laughs> disconnecting people's accounts for not paying. Yeah. Yeah. So we spoke about it last week and it's, and it's been really successful, but it's still got a long way to go. So they've already got 500 million in outstanding debts have been paid, but that means there's still 16 and a half billion to go. Oh, yeah, so sorry, I think these- they've got 500 million. Yeah. So that's half a billion. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that the rest of them should actually, you know what, guys? 
it's time to actually cough up, especially the government organizations, which just haven't bothered paying. You're screwing us, okay? It's not cool. We yeah. don't like it. Okay, and, and then the, the loss of the local good news. What is tin of narch oh, powder? I, I just thought I'd mention this because it's crazy, the nostalgia some people have. This was our most popular post in the last week. Was um, and, and, you know, I just... Uh, posted it at like midnight without even thinking. This woman had asked, can anyone remember from the 80s or 90s a tin of powder you could buy that made an orange or nachi cold drink when water was yes. added? Do, do you remember what yes, it was called? Clifton. Yes. Clifton. <laughs> yes. Well, you won't believe. That was so good. I used to eat it. Over, yeah. over 76,000 people seemed to remember it. Everybody was going crazy and saying they would stick their fingers in it and... Yeah, yes, I, I, don't remember. I remember it very, very well. Oh, I do. I wish they'd bring it back. It's like puckies. My brother even sent me a message the other day saying, what were those little triangular things? They were like in a pyramid triangle thing when they're full of condensed milk. Oh, puckies. yes, you remember yes. puckies? Oh, so they were great. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and we're talking about teeth, those big toffees. That what were they? Uh, not Wilson's <gasps> toffee. Oh, oh. I like the buttermilk ones. Yeah, those were good. Anyhow, <laughs> on to entertaining. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad the dance and Abby is coming back. Yay. Well, well, it's the movie. It's the movie that's coming. So it's called Downton Abbey, A New Era. And you know Downton's on Netflix right now. So for anybody who, yeah. you know, go quickly catch up, maybe watch a few of the last few episodes. And then within a month or two, you'll be able to see the movie. So I, I and then wait. I'm also waiting for the other great British one, which is coming out, which was the... The oh, other one, the mad one. Bridge, Bridgerton? Bridgerton. Yeah, yeah, yeah Bridgerton's yeah. coming yeah, as the tra- well. Did you see the trailer this week? Yeah. <laughs> okay, now, Trocos. What's Trocos? What's, what, I, I'm sorry, you know I don't follow a lot of the stuff on various TV stations. Please go see Trocos. I've even watched it and started dreaming in Afrikaans. It's, it's, a, it's available for South Africans abroad. It's on Showmax International. It's on Showmax in South Africa. And it is just beautiful. Set in the Western Cape, a, a girl who works as a wedding planner. And then her own romantic endeavors. But it's, it's got okay. some great Cape Town characters, great landscapes. It's gorgeous. Cool. Um, and then I don't know if you saw really exciting Troy Savan, who, you know, he was, he acted in Spud. Yeah. Um, and he's, and I heard a song of his the other day, which was really, really great. I was thinking, wow, this is such a cool song. Oh, and then maybe Angel was him Baby. Singing. Angel Baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. So, I mean, he's done so well. And now he's back in the movies. He can't believe it. He's the lead in this big American movie. It's called Three Months. And even though he's 26, he plays a teenager, an American teenager from Florida, I think, um, who on his last night of school has a one night stand and could have contracted HIV. So the movie's called Three Months because it's those three months while he the waits. Three months that you're waiting. Yeah, apparently really moving, really well done by Troy. Okay. And um, what have we got coming up on sapeople.com for next week? Well, we've got the exclusive interview with Sarah, and she speaks about how you go to the toilet when you swimming these long ocean swims and, and other more important stuff. And then we've also got an interview with Rian van Heerden, who you may remember. He's actually the producer of Sex in Afrikaans. 
which is also I'm actually going to be watching that. I've been I've been indulging myself in a, a nice box set of um, Shetland again. I know it's on TV, but I I, I keep on frequenting um, <laughs> the wonderful majestic DVD shop in Greenside with um, Henny and Henny. Of course, um, we hopefully will be doing a podcast with him at some stage in the not too distant future. Um, he's like amazing on entertainment. So I've been watching Shetland because I just love it. Okay, and I'm thinking <laughs> I could go and live there. I would like that. Anyhow. So, yeah, so I will go and watch Sex and Afrikaans. Shetland, yeah, near Scotland. Okay, okay, please go live there, then you'll be closer to me. I will be. Look how close we are anyway. You know, this is a great thing about this wonderful new technology we have. For years, when you were living in Australia, it would have to be a telephone call. We could never see each other. Now we get to see each other weekly and have fantastic chats. Hopefully (laughs) everybody else enjoys them too. Yeah, just lacquer. Yes, bye, lacquer, Berisiane. Okay. All right, Jane, Ella, Wella, fella. We shall see you again next week. Take care. And, um, you know, I hope the weather holds for you that you can carry on working in in short sleeves. (laughs) All right. And for everybody else, get along and share all your your stories yeah keep on going all right take care and a very goodbye bye melanie thank you you've been listening to another production from solid gold podcasts <laughs>